0: Good morning and God bless you. Welcome to Tom Short. Uh, welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along this morning on this Monday morning, July 5th. I hope you had a good 4th of July weekend celebrating our freedom, our independence. Hope you enjoyed the two videos I did about liberty and freedom. I think they're important for our day and age to understand what liberty and freedom is and what it isn't, where it comes from and where it doesn't come from, and how it can be maintained and preserved. So I hope you enjoyed those, and a special welcome to you if you're here for the first time today, or if you're back regularly, I thank you and bless you for your commitment, because we do believe as we get in the Word of God day after day after day, and pray over it that it makes a difference in our lives. We've been talking about discouragement and overcoming discouragement. There's been a tremendous amount of it in our country. We're always, we're always, the devil always wants to oppress us with this. But it seems like he's been having some real victories lately. And so we've been talking about how we can overcome discouragement, be strong, be mighty, be, be victorious in whatever circumstances we ever face. In First Peter chapter 5, it says we have an enemy. Our enemy is like a, prowl, like a prowling lion, roaring lion, seeking about, prowling about, seeking whom he may devour, but we are to resist him. Firm in our faith. Back here on my over my shoulder, we have uh, back here Daniel in the lion's den. And indeed, for his righteousness and his integrity and his godliness, Daniel was under attack and accused and thrown into the lion's den. But as you can see, those lions proud about seeking to devour him. But as long as he kept his eyes on the Lord and prayed all night, he was safe. And so likewise, we have an enemy prowling about. How does he try to discourage us, and how can we resist him? In Ephesians 6, verse 16, it's, Ephesians chapter 6, it's talking about our spiritual armor, how to put on the armor of God, how to resist him. And, and specifically, one of the ways that the devil attacks us, the enemy attacks us, says in verse 16, we should take up the shield of faith. Because the enemy has fiery darts coming at us, and we must resist his fiery darts and, and extinguish his fiery darts. I believe that when we get discouraged, it indicates that one of his fiery darts has, has gotten past our shield, and it's penetrated. It's gotten into our minds, it's gotten into our soul, into our innermost being, and we have believed a lie. We've believed a lie of the devil. We've believed something that he has said, that uh, that's not true. But it discourages us. It robs us of hope. It makes us feel like we have no like like why try. It makes us want to give up. And so, how do we respond to this? Well, it's interesting when Jesus was attacked by the evil one, in Matthew chapter four, three times he was attacked. Three times he was tempted, and three times he responded all the exact same way. When the devil said turn this bread into or turn this stone into bread, or cast yourself off the temple, he'll, he'll catch you, or just fall down and worship me and I'll give you everything. In every case Jesus responded, It is written. It is written. Brothers and sisters, our power is in the Word of God. The devil must submit to the Word of God. When we believe it, when we have faith in it, when we declare it, when we stand on it, we are irresistible. He must back down. And that's how we prevail. We don't prevail just by emotions or feelings or trying to get you know you know get laughing or smiling we prevail by the word of god when we need to take up when we've been def- when we're discouraged we need to ask where did i let my shield down where did the fiery dark get through and i think there's a three step process here that anytime we're discouraged that we really need to work through this it may help to have someone Work through it with you. If someone talked to you? Someone help help you uh, figure things out. Uh, unwind what you know. Help you understand just what it is you're believing that's not true. Just what fiery dart might have landed. Lots of times we don't idea, uh, understand what they are, and so number step number one is to identify what what lie what what are you believing that's discouraging you, and to understand it's a lie of the of the devil a fiery dart has penetrated and so identify what is it that you've have, you've have chosen to believe or what what has landed what what is it that that is causing you to doubt secondly we want to renounce that lie i believe it's important to do it out loud i believe it's important to say it so often in our own minds we have fuzzy ideas unclear ideas and when we have to say them out loud when we have to put them into words and articulate what it is that is wrong or or we are renouncing then that enables us to be clear and accurate do you ever have trouble saying i have trouble expressing myself well that means exactly you need to do it more then if you because what that means is it's i've gotten it in my mind but i can't quite say it well that means it's fuzzy in your mind and so the the very act of expressing yourself, be it verbally or in writing or both, helps us take these fuzzy, obscure thoughts and make them precise. And this really helps. If you're discouraged about something, it helps to be precise. What is it I'm believing? What is it that's bothering me? Specifically, exactly. You can't deal with The more exact it is, the more you can deal with it. The more fuzzy and obscure it is, the more difficult it is to address the problem. And then thirdly, thirdly, I would say we combat it like Jesus did with a scripture. We renounce it specifically, as Jesus said, be gone, Satan. And then we renounce it with scripture, as Jesus said, it is written. Have a few examples I could say, you know, for instance, maybe you're discouraged about your finances. Your job. You don't. You're, you're living paycheck to paycheck, barely. Your your head's barely above water, and you're you're doubting. You're struggling, and there may be some things you need to do. But you may need. To, but before you can even address it, maybe to earn more or to cut expenses or something. Sometimes we need to just get encouraged about it, so that we come at this problem from with strength instead of a, a defeated, discouraged, unbelieving, doubting attitude. And so you know if. if a financial problem, some verses I have that have helped me in life, Matthew 6, 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Philippians 4, 19. My God shall supply all your needs according to his grace in Christ Jesus. Second Chronicles uh, 9, 8. We don't realize this is directly related to finances, but where he says, my grace is sufficient for you, or where he says, God is able to make all grace abound to you. That always, having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. That's relating to our finances. How about if you have a problem feeling inadequate? You just feel like, you know, you can't do what you need to do. You can't do what God requires of you. Well, Second Corinthians chapter three verses five and six, Not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything that's coming from ourselves. But our adequacy is from God, who also made us adequate as servants of a new covenant. How about that one? Our ad- you are, if you feel inadequate, you are inadequate. But our adequacy comes from God, and God makes you adequate. How about uh, 2 Corinthians 12, 9? My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather boast of my weaknesses that the power of God may be seen in me. Or 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. All scriptures inspired by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, training in righteousness, that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. God can make you adequate. You feel God's given up on you. Are you discouraged that God's given up on you or that you've got a habit you can't break or there's a change that can't be made? Well, how about 1 Corinthians uh, or excuse me, Philippians 1, six, that where Paul says, for I'm confident in this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. And then Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, for it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. My friends, God hasn't given up on you. God's going to complete what he's begun in you. If you feel like you're you feel like you've, you're stuck, you're not going to grow, that's, it's over. This is a fiery dart from the devil. Renounce it. I do not believe that. I do not believe God is done with me. Say it out loud. I do not believe that God is done with me. I believe that he will complete what he's begun. I believe that God is at work in me and he's still at work in me while I still draw breath. How about do you, if you ever think everyone is against you? Well, how about, how about claiming uh, Romans 8.31? If God is for us, who can be against us? What a great promise. If everyone is against you, God is for you. And renounce and say, God, I, I reject that everyone is against me because I know you are for me. And there's probably others as well. But even if it's only God, that's pretty good. How about if there's, there's no hope for our country? And maybe you might feel that there's no hope for our country. Claim 2 Chronicles 7.14. God, I renounce that giving up on our country, I renounce on that. And I believe that if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Or if you need a good example, how about Jonah? Remember, God was going to destroy Nineveh. Jonah didn't even want to go preach to them and he did 40 days. He said 40 days and Nineveh will be destroyed and yet God brought them to repentance and indeed Nineveh far a very very wicked wicked place. There's so many attacks the devil can have upon us. A relationship will never get better. God will never forgive you. You're not forgiven. Your sins aren't forgiven. You can't you're that that uh your health will never improve, that, you know, you might be having a health problem and it's tough and it's discouraging, it's down and you're on your back and you're in a bed or something and to think you'll never get better. Folks, trust in God. Renounce the discouragement. Renounce the source. Renounce the lie. Identify what it is I'm believing. I'm identifying what fiery dart has penetrated and got to me. And then I say, I renounce it out loud, out loud. I think this is important. Paul said, I believed, therefore, I, we believe, therefore we speak. We believe, therefore we speak in, in, in salvation. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him to the dead, you shall be saved. It's got to come from the heart, but confess it with your mouth. Jesus said, in a, if you say to this mountain, Move from here to there, it shall move, and nothing shall be impossible. He didn't just say if you think this mountain can move, or even if you believe this mountain can move, if you say this mountain will move. It's important that we articulate and verbalize and speak what it is we are renouncing and what it is we are believing. My friends, this is spiritual warfare. You don't get into discouragement overnight, usually, and it doesn't you don't get out of this overnight. You continue to persevere. I claim, I believe. I renounce and I believe the promises of God. I believe the word of God. This is spiritual warfare. You've got to know the word. You've got to memorize it. It's got to be ready on your lips. It's got to be something that that you can fight with. What's the alternative? Your, your, Your enemy, the prowling lion, gets you. What do we want to do? We want to shut the mouths of lions, right? This is my shut the mouths of lions shirt I'm wearing today. And we want to shut the mouths of lions because he will roar at us and we're going to roar back louder with the word of God. Father in heaven, we thank you for the truth of the Bible. We, we today acknowledge it's true. We acknowledge that the scripture is the words of God. Why would we believe the words of the enemy when we can believe the words of God? Why, why let his fiery darts penetrate? when we can resist him, firm in our faith, resisting him with the word of God. I pray, Father, that every one of us would be able to identify sources sources of discouragement, lies that we believe, fiery darts that have penetrated. And I pray, Father, that then we would, each one of us here, each one of us would know how to take up the shield of faith. And faith is believing your word that we would take it up and we would resist those fiery darts and we would root out the ones that have already penetrated. We'd renounce them with the word of God. And when they come in the future, we would lift up the shield of faith, strong, adequate in your word, fighting back with all of our might. I pray, Father, that every one of us here, I pray we would not be content with being down or discouraged or sour in our mood. I pray, Father, that we would be victorious believing you, rising above every challenge, every temptation, every every fiery dart the devil gives us. I pray, Father, you'd fill us with hope, with joy, with anticipation. I pray, Father, that we would, in, in a world that where there's so much discouragement and despair, that we would shine brightly. Oh, Lord, that we would shine brightly like stars in the night. Make us examples of overcoming victorious joy. Help us with this, Father. Help us with this. Don't let us stay down in the dumps. Lift us up, we pray. We need you, Lord. We need your word. We need your promises. We need your encouragement. We believe, Lord, that you want to use us in a, in this dark time to be a bright, shining light. So we pray you would. We offer ourselves to you. We declare clearly, Lord, that, that this is. we need your help in this, We acknowledge it. Fill us today. Fill us with your spirit. The joy of the Lord, this is our strength. I pray we'd never be robbed of it. The world didn't give it to us. I pray the world, we would not let the world take it away from us. We pray these things. We bless you with all of our heart. We worship you today. Thank you again, mighty God. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen, and amen to you. And thanks so much for being with me today. God bless you. I do hope that you subscribe, hit the notify button, share with your friends. We're going over important things here. The body of Christ needs to know these things, not just you and me, but there are millions of us who need to be hearing these truths every day, and letting them penetrate our soul and build us up in the Lord. So share this with others, and. Uh, and and so forth. Make sure you like this video and leave a comment because I always like to hear from you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 830. You have a great day. Bye-bye.